The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of Purdue apparel. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And by AJ's on Vine Street in West Lafayette. For the best on-campus selection of burgers, comfort food, draft beers, and TVs to monitor all the action, visit AJ's. EatAJ's.com. I just like a, it's a light brew. It's a, oh yeah, it's more ice than you usually have. I guess it's, uh, it's more in the coffee. That's right, in the coffee. It's, more it's an afternoon. It's an Actually, afternoon. From the angle I have, it does look like yeah. it looks like you're having like a uh, like a looks like like ice makes it blend into like a cream color. So it almost mm-hmm. looks like you've got mm-hmm. a nice coffee with milk in it. It is an iced coffee with milk. It's, I don't know what you what mean. It looks That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's a rare, rare daylight edition of the Handsome Hour. Everybody looks brighter. It looks far less goth than most nights. I know. I have the windows open. Look, nobody's in a outside. Oh, you're in a hoodie. I am. Was I not supposed to be? I was going to say, usually all three of us are in some sort of hoodie. It's cold it's here. Cold. It's, cold. it's cold. It's cold here. It's cold, but there's daylight. 40, actually, no, it's, it's it warmed up. It's probably in the 60s now. So. <laughs> Andrew Day says you all aren't drunk enough for this. That oh, is just give evergreen. Us- yeah, yeah, just yeah, exactly. If there's, a, if there's a, if there's a, in fact, that I think be, that was a delayed. I think that was a delayed comment from during the Wisconsin. I was game. gonna say that's a that's a Purdue football tagline. You all aren't drunk <laughs> enough for this. In fact, I sense a shirt coming. Purdue football 2023. You all aren't drunk enough for this. Oh yes, Chris Harder is uh, in the chat, and he noticed right away the bullet guy was wearing his CJ Poppins shirt. Mine is in the wash. Yeah, mine. I I uh, wore mine yesterday as I tested out my new uh, my new impulse buy, which was a uh, portable uh, fire pit. Which now means I've just got to go to another game. So, I mean, <laughs> like it's there's nothing else. Winter tailgating is on the. Yeah, table. I have to. I, I was admiring uh, photos of the, the last time, the last time uh, Jay Money and Chris got to. Speak to one another, and Anish was there as well. It's, it's uh, uh, C.J. Poppins is, is a handsome man, handsome pilot. Handsome, he's, handsome the stere- he's the stereotypical handsome pilot. I mean, he's he's the stereotypical handsome Purdue grad. Really, they're all just like a super interesting uh, world pilot. Except the three of us yeah. that happen to be on this thing called the Handsome Hour. It's almost like it's a bit. It, it <laughs> does feel like it's a bit. It feels a bit like that. The photographs of me and uh, C.J. Poppins work out well for maintaining anonymity because the photographer was either intoxicated or had the shakes because the pictures came across very blurry. I don't know who the photographer would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ultimate Boiler has, has something that I'd like to address right away. Yeah, let's get on. Let's get to this. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Welcome to the Boiled Sports Handsome Happy Hour. It's Jay, Boiler Dad, Cheers. and Anish. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. It is a Friday afternoon edition. If you listen to this recorded, it's been it was recorded at 3 p.m. on Friday. Uh, during a bye week, so who cares? Anyway, it's the handsome hour happy hour. Let's let's move on to the. Sorry, you were you were coming to this ultimate boiler comment. I'd like to. Ultimate uh, boiler says, "I sense a Juan Johnson shirt coming," and this is it's, a reference. It's not it's not Juan Johnson. It's Juan Wanson. Juan Wanson. Juan Wanson. Wait a minute. Is that really what it said? It didn't. That's say what I said. 
That's oh, what I said. My, my, you, you really can't say both, by the way. I used to say this about uh, Julio Jones. You can't say Julio Jones. Yeah, exactly. You can't just we're pick gonna, and choose. We're going to be consistent with our grammatical um With uh, our pronunciations. Julio, yeah. Yeah. Either a soft <laughs> or, or a hard anarchy. Day. Yeah. One or the other. We can't have both. Uh, that's like, uh, yeah. So what's but, the backstory between uh, so the backstory uh, is this, this week, a, a couple fellow Purdue fans who also, I think have a podcast. I think they're about, yes. this is, we're in a, um, how do you say saturated vi- environment right now? Because Renaissance, good, if you will, right? <laughs> uh, I don't you know did, that you were, you were here at the tail end of Danny Hope and the Daryl Hazel era, all of you toiling away. Exactly. I, wrote, yeah. I wrote about every one of those kids. We wrote about every one of them. <sighs> We podcast about every it one was of them. a difficult period of time, but so so some some other uh, gentlemen uh, that that have a podcast they they got together and they voted they they did a um, snake draft and they picked starting fives of Purdue basketball players one of them being Juan Johnson one of them being one of the pickers being Ultimate Boiler I believe and um, and some it's of the, the picks Express. though um, it's the Boiler Express podcast just to give yeah Boiler credit. Express podcast yeah. Some of the picks make no sense to me, and um, and I tried to ex- I, I tried to express this as nicely and politely and friendly as I could. Um, you didn't a like lot Bubba of Day good being... players were left on the bench sitting there. Bubba Day as the uh, second round well, pick. You didn't like a, the a Bubba lot, Day a pick. Lot I were, a lot were left on the bench, but but more to the point, all of the absolute transcendent players were put on one team somehow. I'm not quite sure. I mean. Let's just while we're here to so we love other Purdue uh, podcasts so good for you guys for doing it this yeah, is all love, love let's just be clear here so but we're coming tent, after you. always say let's 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 all we're, let's all we're coming after you we're coming after you right now here if you're looking on our stream I don't know how well you guys can see this but um any is it decent can you see it or no it's oh, decent yeah, if you can pinch it. zoom in you can see it yeah you can see it okay oh I can pinch that's right um so yeah, the first one is uh. A team of Dakota Mathias, Carson Edwards, Caleb First, Vince Edwards, Zach Eady. Okay. That really sounds like a Purdue lineup. Let's be right. on. Just sounds like right. a Purdue team. There's some hustle in there. Mm-hmm. There's some, yeah, grit. absolutely. There's some grit There's some... in there. There is grit in there. Oh, boy, whoa, whoa. Just on the floor. Let me jump to Chris's team because you want to I know. All, that all made grit. me laugh. So Chris's team made me laugh so much. <laughs> Chris Kramer, Ryan Klein, Robbie Hummel, Caleb Swanigan, and Isaac Collins. How did I miss that? Caleb's out there with the all grit crowd. Oh um, my gosh! We'll uh, go to Frank's team. We'll go to Frank's team. Frank's team. Frank has got PJ Thompson, Etwan Moore, Ray Davis, Trevion Williams, and AJ Ham Munns. And I like that team. Um, but Russ's team. This is what's absurd about this. Somehow they drafted a snake draft, snake and Russ draft. ended up with Lewis Jackson, probably the best Purdue point guard of the last how twenty years, something like that. It's tough not to say that. If, if at minimum he's one or two. He's got Brian Cardinal, who, you know, of the all grit team, he's probably the you talk, he's the grittiest of all grit. Right. And he's got Jaden Ivey and Glenn Robinson on the team and Juwan and Juan Johnson. Juan Johnson. That's insane. That is nuts. The fact that these other guys let it happen. Exactly. This is not on Russ. Russ, great job. Great, great job. job. You, you stole Russ. your friend's lunch money. Because I don't know, man. 
That's criminal what you did to them. But it wasn't it wasn't Jawan Johnson. It's just Juan Johnson. Just Juan. Or Juan Wanson, as I like to uh, think of him. I love it. Just because it's tremendous. Uh, and and I don't know if you guys saw the uh the polling results. Uh uh shockingly, uh Russ's team seventy one and a half percent of the vote. Who are the twenty nine percent that didn't pick that team? <laughs> Must have picked the Chris team. Must have picked the grit and heart team. <laughs> yes, come on. <laughs> I just think they'd be smarter out there. I don't know. I just think that they'd be, you know, kind of coaches on the floor. Higher IQ, higher basketball IQ. Higher IQ. Oh, my goodness. Higher basketball IQ. Niche. Oh, man. Um, That made me laugh. Good work, guys. That was great. And and I gave you guys credit because one thing that they clearly do is they put some thought into their podcast. So We used to do that, and Daryl Hazel beat that out of us. <laughs> he did. He beat that out of us. There were, what do you mean we used to? We never put any effort into this. But You're planning right. a draft. I tried to. I tried to. No, now, I like to go back to Boilerhead's point that, leaving aside the jokes there, that was from 1990 to the present. And I think you felt like there were a few people omitted. It wasn't, was quite 19, it wasn't quite 19. It wasn't quite 19. It was, it, no, it, it was, was like, it was 90. Um, it was 90 yeah, but, but even it. that, it was really just, um, oh, they, uh, Brian, they, they was really, it was just Brian Cardinal. It was mostly and, like 90. Yeah, yeah, Brian yeah. Cardinal, yeah. Glenn Robinson, and then a skip to and like then, yeah. 20. And then the painter era. Six, yeah. <laughs> Mercy. No Mercy. Brad Miller. No Chad no Austin. Brad Miller. Uh, uh, Zoe. No Zoe. No Brandon Brantley. Mm-hmm. I mean, and to me, so so honestly, this is an interesting conversation for me because it's like what, um, what old, um, basketball, because it's like, you know, the reason that you pick all of these, um, you know, newer players is because basketball is different now. It's more fast paced. It's more perimeter oriented to me, the clear no brainer where if you put them in modern training, like Rick Mount would be an awesome modern player. And so to me, like that's, that's the sharpshooter that I think like would make a ton of sense in, in the modern game. But, again, but they made that clear. They weren't going before 90. And I was fine with that. Cause I was like, first I thought to me, one of the guys that would, I think have had a slightly different uh, game was Joe Barry Carroll. If you oh, had yeah. played in the modern era, cause he was athletic mm-hmm. and long and quick. I know he wasn't a shooter then, <laughs> Here's the guy though that I that I have such umbrage with Brad Miller more than anybody because Brad Miller was a guard in high school. He, oh, he was awesome, man. He would have been awesome. He played in the NBA forever because he was so skilled. Undrafted, played in the NBA forever. Makes I no have sense a, at all. my my most camp shirt that I have. My campiest. Mm-hmm shirt that i have is a uh of all of brad miller's or at least most of brad miller's jerseys like just his jersey numbers and it just says brad on it that's it it's the best (laughs) shirt i own i love it so much where'd you get that that's Uh, the internet is a strange place (laughs) it's a strange and beautiful place strange and wonderful place uh speaking of the internet it where i like to go for my shirts guys yeah i like to go to martin vintage to get some shirts they're not strange they're just incredible (laughs) Uh, they got a new one. It's got flexing old timey Pete with a with a a bell tower and a, and an engineering fountain over it. You should check it out. Uh, if you guys, I, I don't know if you go on the internet. What if I want a discount? I, um, what yeah, if I don't want to? If you price. want a discount, hold on. I think I don't think they offer. Wait a second. Wait a second. If you enter boiled at checkout, you get fifty gasp. 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 What if you wanted to get one of these um, black and gold tumblers that also double that as a uh, boiled sports fans only site? Wonderful. <laughs> fans only. Boiledsports.com. Click on the store button. Buy oh, yeah. it. 
great. You, the, wow, yeah, pers- nice. There, there is no discount code even for us. Even no, for there, we is. Had, there is. We had to pay four. No, there we is. had to pay four hundred dollars for us. If you bit, yeah, if you, you enter boiled at checkout, I made it easy for everyone. If you enter boiled at checkout, I think you get fifteen. I don't remember what I made it, but you get a discount. You get it for free. This is not free. I was trying to move some of our stuff. So I, because uh, uh, people don't buy it. I, I will say that Jay, you're going to get heavy, uh, heavy pressure by the board towards Christmas to even ratchet up that, I could do that. that discount. I could just start giving away stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, I made it clear that if you, I made. Now, in fact, I'm not even going to repeat it because if you don't listen, you're here you on the get, happy hour with us. If you don't pay attention to the thing, I told everybody there was a way they could get a free boiled spores item sent to them. If they did something several podcasts ago, and then nobody's done it. Nobody's done it. All of you lazy people. Fine. Oh, I know. You you offered like just free prizes. I said you? yes. I will send you something in your size or a, or a tumbler or something that you will. Their enjoy. choice, I believe. Yeah, basically, because it's like yeah, if you're a size yeah. we don't have, I'll give you you know I'll give you the apparel, I'll give you a drink glass. But nobody nobody did the thing I said. Now the trick is it had something to do with the stadium, and there were no home games for a couple of weeks. And I think that may have been it's it's weird. It's almost like they have the attention span of us. But you, well, I'm not gonna say that. Somebody I know, <laughs> somebody I know, took that photo. Yes, yes. Well, and, that's so the second proof. piece of the puzzle there. I didn't say anything but a photo. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. We just didn't want. Well, they're gonna have to go. All these people who are really interested, they're gonna have to pour back. Go back and listen to all. You gotta watch the tape. All the handsome hours together. (laughs) Um, So it's funny. I listened to that last week's handsome hour. I wanted. I wanted to wait till I was on the road coming back from SEC country. So I did, and I listened to it with my family. And you guys said some disparaging marks uh, remarks about my family. We did. Uh, We would never do that. I don't think we did. I think we. No, I loved it. I gotta tell you. so the, the 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 most hurtful thing that happened during me during that that show is is my wife Mrs. Boiler Dowd says these guys are really funny uh, is it always this funny <laughs> as if number one she's never listened to right show. she doesn't have any idea number two the funniest part was not there right and, right well, I, yeah. oh we have a special guest oh look at this right look at this kid <laughs> look at this kid. What's he wearing? Oh, uh, it's a school. Okay, for a second, uh, I thought boiler down a... glasses is what he's wearing. No, for a second, I thought he had on a butler sweatshirt, and I was gonna. Uh... No, how dare you? No, 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 Georgia Bulldogs. Go be happy. Go be. Go somewhere. Be happy. I would say that wasn't even. I didn't feel like that was one of our funnier shows, quite honestly. So I, I'm glad Mrs. Boiler Down. There were funny parts, and here, she felt like she was involved in some of the funny parts. I think here's was, here's the thing. Within the time span of recording that, Jay Money and I had spent like 86 hours together just talking, <laughs> yeah. and then we we were like, "Hold on, wives we and family, we have to talk Indiana. some more." And yes, said, sorry, honey, I have to go talk to Anish for two more hours. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's a bit of a while. Wives are always very understanding of that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, they love very it. Very understanding. They love it. Um, yeah. You guys agree with this idea? Because this is something that's floated around. It's become an internet thing that men can get closer to one another just sitting in a room naming old players. Yes, that was right? a bit that was going on. on that was a um, viral tweet about how... I, and I think it's very, very, oh, very, very hey, man. like, dude, incredible. that's the entire premise of this show. Hey, that's man, podcasting. Corey Sheets, shout yeah. out Corey right. Sheets. <laughs> Just <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, the, we don't have much. We're not going to talk about, you know, real stuff. So, you know, I know. Exactly. I, saw, I, I, I saw a study one time. Emotions. I'm not going to do that. No, no. It talked about the way. So it was like the study was they put two 
two little girls in a room, okay? And they would just be random. They would put them in there, okay? And the room had the same things in them. I think it had a television. It had some toys to play with and stuff like that. And they could come in and do whatever they wanted. The kids could. And they were the same age. Little girls, and then they'd have little boys. And the boys would come in, and they would turn on the TV almost every time and sit and not say anything or just laugh at whatever was on. And then they asked them after. None of the girls would turn the TV on, okay? And afterwards... They asked him, how, how did you like spending time with this person? Would you consider him a friend? The boy's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, a good friend. Yeah. he's a good friend. And they didn't say anything to each other. And the girls were like talling, talking and playing. And they're like, eh, I don't know. I don't really know if I know her. But, but, know I but see, that. those things that somebody's photos ringing, that could um, be applied to adult men and women as well. You could go to a bar or go to a game. Yeah. In fact, there was a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial among their many terrible ones. They had one, I believe, where two guys were celebrating together like they were best of friends. And at the end of the oh, commercial, the girl's like, hey, who is that? And he's like, I don't know. I just that? Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's, you know, we, Anisha and I continue yeah. to make friends uh, at Purdue Games every time we go. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of great people in the stand. You get, I, I, yeah, I'm sure you guys influence a lot of people. No, no. Friends. Yeah, no. Are we, yeah. I think we already talked about it. We had a 30th birthday party behind us of Nebraska bros. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man. I'm glad Purdue won that game, man. It was it was, was Jay Money's tra- uh, turn to snap that game. <laughs> I already took my turn. Uh, the problem uh, is, you guys gotta, you guys gotta get. Up. If you buy, if you buy season tickets again, you gotta get out. No, of I am. That I am. You gotta get out. Of I that. am. My section. I think I was telling you, my section is being affected by the new the renovations in the student section. Right. So I've gotten a call right. saying. You're affected, so you get priority on re- relocating. I don't know what that means, but but I will definitely be taking advantage of that. And really, my main my main requirement will be I do not want to be in the visitor section. And more to the point, this this occurred to me when we were walking in that day, and I said this to Anish there. Why? What 1950s bullshit is it to hold? You know, four thousand seats for the other team. Well, come on down to the football. Like no, but you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to no, do that anymore. Give them a thousand with the, yeah. with the secondary yeah. market, if so, you want to get in somewhere, you can get in somewhere. Make it a little right. harder. I think there, there were stories right, about right. how Tennessee was refusing to sell tickets to people with Alabama area codes or something. And this happens in the pro level at different sports. It's kind of a small-time move to not let somebody buy tickets from another city. But, right. but like Purdue and certain schools still act like it's the 50s, like Morgan Burke is still making decisions. And they say, well, this is the allotment for the visitors. Why? Why is there an allotment for visitors? Purdue's selling games out. Someone tell me, explain to me, why are we doing that? Why are we letting there be two red sections in, in Ross-Aid when Wisconsin or Nebraska? Because we're, gen- we're, we're gentle beings. We're no, gentle beings. <laughs> no. Um, we went to the uh, when we went again, just because it's it's more fun to talk about the game two weeks ago than the game one week ago. Um, when we went, we went to the end zone because it's a Nebraska topic. Exactly. <laughs> Got to get to it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, were, we went to the end zone and there oh, were people man. there were people watching CSI there. There were two extra TVs, by the way. There's the one. There's just the one big monitor. And it's like immediately above you. So you're like craning your neck. You basically have to lay on the ground. Oh, to it's see terrible. It. And then in those two reserved sections, you know, under the tents, there are like two TVs. And one of the tents had one person at the bar watching the TV, watching CSI. It was tremendous. It was fantastic. Shout out to that person watching CSI. We should probably have more 
uh, TVs with the game on. <laughs> it's like we uh, maybe. just love. yeah, maybe it was actively difficult to see what was happening with the game from Morgantown. It was it was difficult because, like Anish said, you could look at the main screen, but it was literally directly above you, like this close, right. straight up. Right. Or you could try to crane over the TVs that weren't all on the game, or you could try to see the right. game itself, but. The patio is. How did they allow that to happen where they could change to something that wasn't the game? It's amazing. How that's so good. It's so good. <laughs> because they've seen Purdue football before. It reminds that's, me that's of why. walking Sometimes into Sometimes you just a, want to turn the channel. It uh, reminds me of walking into a random uh, townie bar and yes, like yes. Die Hard on TBS is playing with the full, <laughs> like with, everybody's with all of like the commercials. Oh, and nobody's talking. It's smoking. Obviously, it's a bar where smoking is still There were allowed. two Lafayette Townie bars at the end of the street where our rental house was. And I said, I told Anish this, and he said, go inside and tell me if, he said that, he said, tell me if Die Hard is on one of the TVs <laughs> and if anyone's talking at all. And I was not brave enough to go in. One of the one of them was called like Spurs or something like that. What was it? It was um it looked like an old saloon. Like it looked it looked like an old timey, like you go in and like you 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 push the barn door or the, the sliding saloon doors a lot. Saloon doors a lot. It's like putink <laughs> to well, announce your Rosa presence. used to have those when I was a kid. Bonanza. Bonanza. Bonanza had those. And I love that because you'd go into to order your Amazing. steak in your your um, zigzag hey line. I've I've had some Salisbury steaks at Ponderosa back yeah, in my day. No, it was the quality high grade A steak. It's the good stuff. <laughs> Straight from. You go and I was like, oh, this is the best thing. I love that. Walk it's in, so and good. Like, toothpick. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> so. All right, so let's spend a minute on um, Knickerbocker Saloon. Might be what it was. Is that Maybe, it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't man. care. You, enough you only get to say something like that, and the locals are like, "Oh yeah, that's the bar right there." And get some Lafayette people on. Um, so I did want to address. Um, well, we'll get back to this in a minute, but the there are a few things about the Wisconsin uh, debacle that we did want to address, and one wanted to see what. No, I, no, no, no. Keep no. going. Keep we going. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, well, Boiler Dad was extremely upset during his post game. Not upset. That's the wrong word. He was angry. I'm telling you, uh, I let it simmer too. I, I, let I know. It cool oh, down. I know. I know the different. It's like the Fran. Remember the Fran faces? <laughs> right. Like, we I know what level down you were faces. at. How have we not done Boiler this? Dad? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Slightly agitated. Default state. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> well. I, I just wanted to know, since we've gotten to Friday, it's a happy hour Friday. Have you, are you still as angry as you were? Or, or, and this is kind of my view, and I wanted to see what you think of this. Aren't there two ways of looking at this? You've got the in-close view and the high-level view, right? If you look at the high-level, if I told you, you get the 3-in-1 October with road wins, you know, beating a ranked Minnesota, getting a monkey off the back there, and you do have a loss in it that frustrates you. Don't you say, well, that's that's progress over overall over the last however many years. That's that's a step forward. I understand in the micro sense that day it was infuriating because there's no excuse for it to look that. But it's I think you can lose that game right. given the injuries and the lack of a buy yet. I think you can lose the game without it being as anger inducing as it was for you. Right. I think there's a way you can lose that where you say, all right, well, sure. Wish we had them after the buy. But right. it was the way they lost it down 21 nothing in the first quarter. That right. I think. That's it. Right. Okay, so part of the, one of the things I listened to on the way back from SEC country, I was on the tail end of my drive, so I'm within striking distance. Oh, I remember you got home as the game ended, didn't you? Right, right. Yeah. 
And we were hoping at one point we we're like, let's hustle, let's get back from the second half. And literally, we're like, nope, 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 let's turn it off. Right. <laughs> let's put on Law and Order. Uh, yeah, we had Law and Order on the radio, which is hard to find. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're very tough here, to follow. Listening to Purdue down by three touchdowns. The I I I went on a tirade, and it was not like so. Oh. I went. This is funny. I don't know about you guys. When I drive now, and I have a good friend, he's the same age as me. He he said this week, he said, Do you ever when you now if you get tired on the road, are you not as trusting in yourself to fight off the tiredness? I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, totally. Like, and so my thing now is because I drive a little bit for my for my job, I'll go places, I'll get out, I'll pull off the side of the road, walk around the car, yeah. or go get something to you know, get a coffee, whatever. Just walk around the car, just get the blood moving, and then I'm like, okay, I'm fine, good for another two hours, whatever. So I said, uh, my wife, I said, hey, I'm, I'm fading hard here. I'm trying to fight it. I've been smacking myself in the leg to try to, to wake up. It's not working. I said, why don't you drive? So we pull off. She gets in. I get in the backseat, fall asleep for like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, dang, nabbit. The game starts like five minutes later. So I turn that on. So I go from asleep to red hot angry. In like, like, I'm ready to drive again. No, I don't. Oh my so. gosh! Like, there was no fatigue at all. They could have just, if they had kicked it off 20 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier, it would have been fine. I went on a curse laden rant, and you I feel me? so bad. I guarantee you my dad's listening to this at some point, taped. And we ate lunch together today, and he said, "You really should probably not talk that way." I said, "The kids have heard it, sadly." And you I was just I would say something, and then I said, "Sorry, guys, I'm sorry." I'm sorry. Then they would. Then there was a pick six, and I would say something, and I'd be like, "Sorry, guys, sorry." And you guys know that I'm a person of faith. This is like something I know is bad, and I still can't stop. Which only makes you angrier because when you realize what you're mad about, oh, it's so dumb! It's so dumb. (laughs) I mean, we all know this is dumb, right? I mean, that's like somebody asked a question in the margin a little bit. It's real to me, man. It's real to me. (laughs) Well, it's it's real dumb. Let's let's just say it, it, it is very real and it's very dumb. And we uh, maybe you guys are better at it. I'm only 47. Maybe by the time I'm 60, I'll be at the point where I can actually control my temper about a oh, football sure. game. I got talked down to by somebody on Twitter this week because he said, I really don't get angry about these games. Well, congratulations. Good on you, bro. There's part of the reason I still have a site years later and still not getting paid, right? It's because I have my priorities out of whack. In illness. It's an illness. Yes, it's a disorder. That's what I, when I had to explain to people that I was driving out to Indiana, and I'd say because I have a disorder. Don't ask why. Don't ask why I'm doing <laughs> Just, it. Don't try yeah. to make sense of it. It's not going to make any sense to you. So nope. Don't even try. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. Don't yeah. just. No. So so I, I I said to Jay right before we started recording, right before. So we got we all had a we were all on time, which is weird. And then technology didn't fight back, which is weird on my end. Um. But I said to him, I said, the thing that made me most mad is probably not the fact that Purdue's really solid, good quarterback through pick six inexplicably, or that the defense looked like it was like a bunch of eighth graders playing at times. The thing that bothered me was that I started believing and then I had completely bought in. I was like, yep, Purdue's winning. And I think I sent you guys a text that morning, Purdue by two scores. Yes, yes. I was absolutely sure. It's not only going to turn over, it's going to turn over in the way in the fourth quarter, it's going to be comfortable. And why the hell shouldn't it have been comfortable? Oh, I still so don't it, get it. So I still it, don't I mean, get it. So if you look at the second, third, fourth quarter, you know, Purdue kind of, again, it, it almost was like Purdue took a quarter to wake up. 
and yep. played evenly with Wisconsin for the well, rest. Did of the after game. that, but you like just can't spot teams a three touchdown lead. After it that. seems oh, like you can't you spot Wisconsin a twenty one point lead in Wisconsin. It yeah. Seems like yeah. that's a bad idea. And to me, like that's also why, like, you play that game, you know, ten times, and how many times does Wisconsin get out to a 14-0 lead, like three minutes into the game? Right. Um, I don't think it happens so, again in ten games. Honestly. So, so I, I do think I don't. First of all, I was not in on this because it's like i will never see purdue win as when not just versus wisconsin but in wisconsin are you kidding uh, me yeah no um maybe we'll catch them one day it's such uh, a weird know, thing home, but... to think during my lifetime purdue dominated wisconsin like i remember the tail end of it i was at the first homecoming where purdue um scheduled wisconsin and alvarez was there and purdue beat the hell out of them hmm. and then like the next year Wisconsin figured everything out about Purdue, and all of a sudden, they're like, okay, not only better, we're bigger and stronger and badder than you guys, right? Right. But that used to be Purdue's – that used to be one of the two teams Purdue would always schedule for homecoming. It was Northwestern and Wisconsin. Yeah. And my dad says back in the day, it was Iowa. Those yeah. three teams were really, really <clears throat> bad. And those three teams actually have been pretty damn good. Northwestern little blip right now but wisconsin has been consistently very good look at what they've done for the last 30 years they have been yeah. awesome it's a foundation and not, yeah even on their down years they're better than purdue this year they are not better than purdue though no. that's the thing i'll i'll die on that hill they are you're not right. better than you're purdue. Right. you're right but they look like again like they were purdue's dad if purdue if purdue had it, pulled out the, the game against penn state if they had not given up that last touchdown I think you could be saying right now the exact same thing. Purdue's not better than Penn State, but they beat them that day. I'm saying a reverse of what right. you're saying, right. right? Like, so these things do happen, although that wasn't on the final minute, I realize. But, but no, but it's in the first couple won, of minutes, right? Which is won like four again, in a row. Purdue had won four in a row. I just want to provide some balance here. And I'd like to address. And, and I standard. actually, and I, and I actually want to kind of go back to something that you said yep. earlier, Jay, which was there is the two very rational ways of looking at this, right? Yeah. Both equally fine. Being pissed off in the moment, yeah. looking just at Wisconsin. Not rational. Just like it's no, rational. it's it's a, no, it's rational. It's very rational. Like both of these are very rational things, which is like you you produce the better team. You're going in here. They're on I, I think that this talking point, they're on an interim coach, that's not real because like nobody was let go except for the head coach. So it's it's the exact same staff except right. for a new head coach. So it's not like they fired a whole mess of guys and there's an interim situation happening here. Like this is gonna be their staff. I think um neither of like, those they're in invalidate they're not, the other. They're not in their you know, Wisconsin is not a prime Wisconsin team, and Purdue should have beat them, and they're not, and that's a reason to be angry. But then you also zoom back out and you say, you know, Purdue has won five out of eight games going into the bye, the bye week. But, you know, Purdue was pretty much, you know, running on smoke by the time that, you know, the Wisconsin yes. game was there. What their second string uh, cornerback was, a, yeah, was no a benched, right was a deep wide receiver who I hadn't even, who we hadn't even heard of. Yeah. Right. No. Um, and so. Like it, um, and you go into it, you know, you've, you've got good wins on the table. You've got a, a, a doable Wisconsin or a doable November um, uh, right. uh, slate where you, you know, three out of the four division in is still in your hands. Is good yeah. division. You win out. The division is still there. Like all of these goals are still there. And then if you win three out of four in November, this is the first time that Purdue has won back to back eight regular season wins since the first two years of Joe Tiller. 
Right. Like, incredible. You've got to look at this in terms of like, this is what Purdue, like, you know, this is success by historic standards. It really is. It really is. But that being said, it's not irrational to be angry about going down immediately. Being angry about the Wisconsin, the, the Wisconsin loss and being angry about it in a vacuum on that game, that doesn't invalidate or make the success that this season still could have go away. And the success of five out of eight doesn't invalidate your anger at the shitty showing against Wisconsin, right? Both can be true. And so I had someone, so someone, I think I waded into your, somebody replied to you. Which is using the word, using words like failure, using words like, um, like mediocre, mediocrity mentality, like your fans, mediocre mentality is the reason that, first of all, this is, this is our favorite thing, right? It's, uh, it's our, it's the fans fault that for the team's performance, that's, you know, that's my favorite thing, but it's like the, the, um, the expectation that, you know, oh, you, you sold me a bill of goods. Purdue is supposed to be really good this year. Um, you know, why, why isn't Purdue winning, like marching to 10 regular season wins, um, like that anger? Well, because Purdue's never had 10 regular season wins. Never. Um, the year that Purdue had 10 wins, it included the bowl game, I think. And so Purdue has never won 10. Purdue has never won 10 regular season in as long as we've been playing football. And so it's like, at some point you've got to kind of realize that the, you know, that this is the floor right that this is the you know that this is the you know season of expectations that being said going down 21-0 in the first whatever 8 minutes of the Wisconsin game not fun not like fun. you can't do that against a mediocre Wisconsin team right. so well i, I um, had someone that, the point i wanted to get to was that that i had someone like you were saying kind of talking about how you know oh you're you're you have low expectations or you need to expect more or you need to stop talking about hazel and i said to the guy he was the last regime before this one. So and it wasn't to, like it was a million years ago. It was six yeah. years ago. And don't say like you can't compare to it. That's literally exactly what you can do. Purdue was in an absolute cellar that you didn't know existed. And in six years, they're to a point where they might win eight or nine games for the second straight year. You can't act like, oh, something has. To, I said something has changed. Something huge has changed, mm-hmm. right? Like, again, I'm not saying that you should be happy with that loss. I, I'm not arguing that. But I'm saying, in big picture, like, something has changed. Don't act like, oh, same old Purdue. It's not. It's not. I mean, again, like, the same old Purdue was the eras before, which, Boiler Dad, you know this real better than both of us, the eras before Tiller, which was three or four back-to-back-to-back coaches that were bad. Not right. mediocre, not okay, bad. Acres, Acres was was. Acres pardon, was pardon me, Mark, that's wrong. Burtonette was okay. Yeah. Burtonette was very comparable to Hope. Very sure. comparable. Okay, but he had better quarterbacks. I mean, he had Jim Everett. Um, it's not right to say quarterbacks. He had better quarterback. Yeah. Um, Jim Everett slung the damn thing and, and lit that place on fire. But they were like a five to six win team right then and he was super likable that's the thing here's the thing let's look at like scales of mediocrity right as purdue fans we've dealt with different things but one of the things i think purdue fans hate so you're like okay be mediocre don't don't cheat right that's a that's a that's probably the the big one and acres there was a lot of stuff happening around that didn't feel good okay the next one is 
um, be really likable, be accessible. Be okay. I think yeah. the one after that is what are you doing in the long run for the program? Right. So, so if you look at different things that have happened to Purdue, <clears throat> different mediocre co- coaches, um, and there have been some that have been, you're like, yeah, we could deal with that. But even those guys, it felt like the really interesting thing Purdue has had over and over. I mean, they had guys like Coletto who felt like he was like, yeah, I didn't do very well. I'm going to leave. <laughs> like, like pretty much had resigned himself to the fact, yeah, this isn't going great. So I'm just going to head out. <clears throat> and everybody's like, yeah, thank you for heading out. This is good, right? Amicable departure, really. No, no, you know, bad blood or ill will or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. With Acres, a lot of people were angry at Purdue. I can tell you that because a lot of Purdue fans thought, first off, their expectation was really high because he had won. I think he went won a national title at Texas. Yeah. If not, he was very, very close, and his teams were good. But he was past his prime. He came to Purdue, stretched some rules. There were some guys on the team that were questioning character, tour. and it was he a still retirement sucked. tour, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Hazel, though, took the program to new depths, literally new depths, where they were losing at a clip that was unprecedented. They had burnt down the bridges to, with the Indiana high school football coaches. That is such a big not, deal. I was just going to say, that's not mentioned deal. enough. Losing is one thing, but right. to ruin those relationships so that your pipeline dries up is... Oh, my gosh, man. So to say worse. nothing's changed when Brom comes in. And then the next part to say... So then there are people, you know, like we always talk about this. There's there are kind of like levels of Purdue fans. Younger Purdue fans seem to not understand that Jeff Brom is good and that we should be relatively pleased and say, okay, hey, this is a good era of Purdue football. But You're pushing also, they, you, you can do both, right? Yes, what we do that's what Painter, I was getting at. Right? Yes, keep going. Go. It's what we do with Coach Painter, which is we make these Sweet 16 banner jokes because, first of all, it is so fun where year in and year out, you know that your team is going to be one of the relevant teams in the country. Every writer's and every coach's favorite team, like every, co- you know, favorite program. At this point, everybody puts Painter in the top X's and O's coaches. You're always in the top three in the Big Ten, and you always, you know, you're always making the Sweet 16, right? But we make those Sweet 16 banner jokes because we know that they're – you. It, there is a reality one. to break through, right? Yeah. And so you, you like Painter over um, uh, uh, Katie has actually raised expectations. Like Katie set them, Painter has raised them, and that's like Katie is a Hall of Fame coach. And to raise expectations after twenty five years of a Hall of Fame coach is awesome, yeah. right? There was no foundation to your point. There was no foundation when Brom came in. And football, basketball program building is very different, but right. there was no foundation to build on. And so it it's almost like we kind of have to look at like Tiller, I suppose, is the modern foundation, you know, of Purdue football. But I would say the the it, it's kind of everything is reset now with all of the, you know, change transfer rules with, um, you know, Big Ten, basically the Big Two collapsed into the Big Two and Purdue being fortunate enough to be in the Big Two, right? Um for this modern era, Brahm is setting the foundation, right? And that is something that I don't think people quite understand how much energy it takes for it to to keep a non-marquee program at the level that Purdue is at right now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's, again, all of that to say it's perfectly fine to be angry and pissed off and upset like all of us were during the Wisconsin game. To me, honestly, I was less upset at the Wisconsin game than I was at FAU. 
Like but FAU you, you, was probably you the did most resign important. yourself. Purdue was I, losing though. That's exactly, like you were smart exactly. about this, and I wasn't. But it's not smart. You should have expected it. All ration was it would be to you know um, rational thought would be to expect it. But like yeah, no, I you know I I just have the Wisconsin hex. I, 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 I want to do something right now, Nish. This is serious. I'm like not kidding at all right now. Like I've been wrestling with this. Okay, and I had an interaction with somebody on Twitter yesterday who just talked about he was he said something along the lines of. Well, you can't expect Purdue to be at Ohio State. I'm like, you can't expect them to be at Ohio State, but they've won four out of the last ten. So they do it better than anybody in the conference. Yeah. And at Ross A, they're damn good versus Ohio State. Yes. Okay. I think it's three out of five. I, I don't like game saying, hey, house yeah. money. It's gonna be fun. You have a week or it's two weeks fun. or three weeks where Ohio State fans yes. are nervous, which is fun. <laughs> Terrified. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good, right? But I'm serious about this. I'm not kidding. And Jay, you and you've seen me changes a fan more than Anish has. But Anish has seen me change, though, too, because we've been doing this a while. Like a butterfly. I was a bright-eyed optimist as a Purdue fan when Boiled Sports started. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's 16 years ago. Okay, I was literally – I would. is that fair, Jay, or am I being unfair? Was I an optimist? It's hard to remember. <laughs> I know. See, this is what we're talking about. Memory cells are gone. But I, 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 I would consider myself, I was an optimist then, okay? And I am not now. And I want to apologize to the fan as an optimist. If I have dragged you into this, I call it realism now because I've watched this too many times now to not be optimistic or to not be pessimistic. That's a shame. That is a shame. If you're a fan and you just go into it and you're like, yep, they're going to win next year. Like, let's remember back to our old pal, Tyler Trent. When we had him on the shows, he was hilarious and refreshing because he thought literally Purdue's going to win every game. Basketball or football, they're going to win every game. Part of that was because he was a he was a relative new Purdue fan. Yes. He was an IU fan who became a Purdue student and became a Purdue fan. And he was like, I'm all in. I'm all in. And he was every time. We always kind of laughed at it, right? I think that was like, we were like, we love having it around. It's good. It's good. Right. But we were also, when he'd get off the phone, we'd be like, don't know if I agree with that optimism. We don't see it's Purdue okay. going to the but final four okay this year, right? It's okay to have it. Um, yeah, it is okay. Then, and and, I, and I'm serious. I do want to apologize to people that are optimistic. If I ever bring you down because of my thoughtful pessimism, whatever you want to talk about it, <laughs> it's not very good. It is not good. I wish I could shake it because I can't. I've tried. Um, but I was optimistic for the Wisconsin game and I learned my lesson. <laughs> See, this is right back into the same thing. But, I apologize so, for it. But go. three wins in a November or in an October – that you incredible. predicted that's an incredible doubt month. that we would go that Purdue would go three and one in. Yeah. And so that means you've got to take the loss somewhere. And it was a loss against Wisconsin. It was the loss in the, you know, in the way that it was, it was injury. It was all of this. Um, and yeah. So like, are you, what's, what's your overall thing, not on the season, but just of October, like what's your, what's your impression? Like um, the feeling that you're, go- you're, that you're going into the bye week just of October. You did not think they'd go three and zero in the first three. No, I, I did will not. say that. No, I did not. And right. but that's the problem. Once they did it, I was like, they've gotten through some tough stuff here. This it's is really difficult to get three and zero in this, this October. This is a new Purdue, I believe. This is a new Purdue. Two two games on the road. This is excellent, oh. right? Oh, they never won Big Ten road games for no, years. We talk, I think we addressed this a little bit a couple weeks ago. I know I addressed it on the Quick Cast when Purdue gets to. Three wins, three straight wins, you're dealing with a pretty special thing. You get to four straight, you're dealing with very, very rare. Five straight, I don't 
I mean, I don't. That's I can't remember that. They started five and zero in uh, 07. Remember when they got yeah, the the Curtis Painter uh, soft schedule painting a masterpiece smoked by Ohio. But it's hard. It's hard to beat a bunch of. It's hard to beat air five times, right? It, I mean, college <laughs> football is is that t- that two thousand seven opening five air. games was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You should look back. It, Anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, look back at that 07. It was it was Dan Lefebvre and a couple. Uh, you and know, every a couple game was like, teams. and every game was like, oh, a Mac team thirty. 28 take me oh, over mercy. baby it was prime joe tiller <laughs> it, it wasn't was like they were blowing teams out no. and then the oh and the other five and oh that i can think too is oh four that, that was an impressive part. five and oh yeah that was an impressive five well, yeah but we won't talk about that and again then the fine. season no. ended and yeah and then I, purdue was and, crowned national champions by the health <laughs> uh, foundation and it's fine it's fine nothing else happened uh, yeah i, I well, posted by so, so yeah so let, yeah. let's let's shift our focus like you're saying october very very good yeah now you go to a part of the, the schedule where potentially you should you should really do some roles. So right? here here's here's where the worry sets in, right? Because Brom teams always do better when it's underdogs, when it's kind of back right. against the wall, They're right? Be the like that's why all but the Illinois game, right? Well, so Purdue has so far been the favorite three times this year and won all three games, right? So when they're the favorites, they've actually come in and won. Um, so to, like to their credit, again. Again, they've kind of gone. Um, you know, they've kind of done that. You got a dog in the background? Not me. Uh, it looks uh, well. That's fine. Dad, oh, I have a dog. Uh, oh, oh, I literally have a dog in the background. Yeah, I thought you meant barking. Yeah, okay. oh, no, I thought it was barking. I oh, thought I uh, the, um, the BS dog is was barking. Um, uh, you can't. My microphone's in the way. Uh, there you go. No, it's blending into this. It's camouflage. She's uh, she's camouflaged. <laughs> <laughs> but. Now, kind of going into November, it like expecting three and one is a scary thing, right? Because it's like I don't know, you know, I I don't know how, I you know, you're 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 hoping for it, right? Iowa bad, like Iowa legitimately bad. I was bad, but I told you that's the game that I've been more afraid of. I'm still afraid of Iowa. So yeah, because Iowa is. You know, I was they've got a reason Iowa. to be motivated. They've got, they got a reason a great, to be motivated. Eh, so does Charlie Jones. But they've got a great defense, right? I mean, like, I would say Charlie Jones was wronged by Iowa more than Iowa had been wronged by, you know, the right. Uh, Charlie, right? But right. for leaving, right? So, right. I don't know. Um, yeah, to me, it's like, I, yeah, I, Iowa, you're hoping. Um, Northwestern Indiana have to be wins. And Illinois, for the division, you've got to have it, Right. Um, and so get over, gets right. get over that first hurdle, do what Brom teams do, which is come out well after the bye week, look prepared in that final four weeks. Brom Vember, show us that it's still a thing, right? Now the world's in front of you, right? Now you can do some pretty magical stuff just by handling your business, and you have to beat one team that's ranked one. Right, so that'll be two ranked teams they played all year. It was Penn State ranked at the end of the season. I don't think they were Penn State. I think I don't think so. I don't. I think they were like twenty seventh in votes. So, so that so that's you beat Minnesota and Illinois. And this is the problem with the schedule. I said this to somebody if you because when I was on my rant, so I said to to LBD, I was on my rant in the car and I said, you know, one of the things if you if you're into this sort of thing, which I always like seeing Purdue ranked just because they're a national story at that point. But by losing Wisconsin, you've taken away the ability yeah. to be ranked. Really. That's true. Yeah. You'll be so, ranked if you if you beat Iowa and Northwestern, I think you'll be ranked. And then of course if you, you beat Illinois, so? you'll be yes. 
I they'll be seven and three. But well, but the order, but the, again, the order, the votes, didn't they? but the order of that matters, right? So yeah. next week, um, if it's if it's Iowa, I don't think a win versus Iowa gets Purdue back to where no. they were. Um, uh, Getting votes like for me? I think they're close. Which is like close. you know top thirty. 30th, which is probably right. I think Purdue is probably the 30th best team. Like, and to your this point, year, people want to rank Brom. They people like want him. to rank Purdue. People yes, like Purdue. Like do. all of the AP voters like both Purdue, um, you know, men's basketball and uh, football sports uh, yeah. like programs. Coaches. They yeah. want to rank them. I think but, they do. You know, Purdue keeps tripping over themselves, and so to me, it's um, you know, I that Iowa game. If Purdue goes two and zero, like into it, or sorry, Illinois. So you get Illinois, you get Iowa. That's that's it. I think that that that's, puts yeah. them in the that puts them around twentieth, twentieth to ish. I would say. I, I mean, I hope you're right, but on one, I mean, let's not forget these are the same pollsters. I remind people all the time. It's the same pollsters that wouldn't rank Purdue after beating Tennessee in a bowl game. Well, true. That that to me is just wild. I, is I, that the I, last I, time I Tennessee lost four a game? times this year? They beat Tennessee at home in a bowl game, get nine wins. Didn't lose to anybody they shouldn't have lost to no, last season, season, and they end the season with, without being ranked. That's the same voters. You're right. You're right. That's I fair. really do think that nobody like that they, they don't put as much into the bowl games. Post bowl you know is I mean? like clearly they didn't watch exactly. it. I mean, clearly it didn't matter. I mean, I got in, I've gotten in multiple discussions with people this week about the dominance of the SEC over the Big Ten in the last few years, and I said my favorite team beat the team that's. Top three just beat Alabama in their freaking backyard, and no one seems to remember it but me. Well, I was surrounded by idiots in orange. They all remember it. Well, they, but they count right. it as a win. Paul Feinbaum counts it as a win, so they right, all count exactly, it as yeah. a win. Paul Feinbaum, that's fine. That's good enough for me. So, yeah. So, yeah. My my whole point is, I I am Purdue was really in a good position to put themselves where they could have been ranked throughout yep. the season. Really. You know, if you handle your business, Wisconsin. But the That's weird right. thing about that game again. So there are clearly some mental blocks with some people in some situations, and maybe it's that. Maybe there's some sort of Wisconsin plus Aiden O'Connell equals bad, right? Equals poop emoji. Yeah. And so, man, that was a bad game. And he played a bad game last year. He mentioned it in the post game comments, but. Um, Watching Dad on mute is hilarious. Arms just flail. I don't even know when do when do I flail my arms? I, don't I worry remember. about it. You black out. It's fine. <laughs> you black out. So yeah, right. I want to steer. Well, I don't want to steer us entirely away from the Wisconsin discussion because I made yeah. one of the questions to the Twitter verse yeah. around yeah. the Wisconsin game. But I do want to mention something unrelated because it's the anniversary today. Mm-hmm. Of I put it on Twitter today and I said, "Is the breeze to Morales throw? Is that the most?" iconic single football play like if you had to pick one play for purdue is that the most iconic no and i'll tell you what see the old people so this is going i there's no tape i don't have tape of it but there is tape of it because i've seen a video of this but purdue had to stop usc in a goal line stance to stand to win the rose bowl and leroy keys was in the game in at defensive back (laughs) guarding usc's best receiver how do we have a video of this uh, my brother has it. it. My brother did. Well, you've got to clip this. You got to clip yeah. this for. Well, it's on, the... it's it might be on VHS still. I'm not kidding. Yeah, clip. But there's we ways to convert do. that. 
It can yeah, be done. We gotta, just hold we your have phone the up to the thing. <laughs> it's exactly. fine. Just. But I would. The problem is. So this is that recency bias we all have. Recency. With. It's twenty-two years ago. I know. But yes, but yes, but go it's, on. But it's still much more recent than nineteen sixty-seven, right? So yes, I would say for for the modern era, and we can call that modern era. That's the most iconic play for Purdue football. But I would I mean, argue stopping USC from getting in the end zone in the Rose Bowl is not only more iconic, but more important. They were already there. As the 2000 team proved, just getting there was the goal. Roses oh, in the yeah, absolutely. That was so so that, that play, no single play meant you're going to the Rose Bowl more than that play. Now, I know they still had to beat IU and they still had to like, you know, but but – but it was also when you roll together, I think a lot of people forget how many mistakes Breeze made in that game, which was a calling card of Drew Breeze. But he had three touchdowns and four picks, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, yeah. And one was what it looked like was going to lose the game. And then he went out there and did that and had the patience to go through those four reads. And yeah. like I, I, I said, when I posted, it, I said, I never don't watch this when I see it posted. I never right. don't watch oh. it. Because it's uh, here's the weird thing. I still get like, I like your dinosaur. Physiological reaction. I literally get goosebumps. Again, like, and I think that if you were to rank them, you know, those two moments versus the one I'm about to mention, that mine would be third. But the only other one worth mentioning is Rondell against Ohio State, right? That's where that one over here. And I, and I, it didn't, it's, but it, it is just, again, not for any rational, not for any rational reason other than what that game meant. Like, to me, that's my favorite game that I've that watched. Can be a any of my play. Team that can be your favorite play, and I have no yeah. issue with that. Right, I'm because saying, of, but it's because of everything else, vacuum, right? right? That's what did it do is, to the trajectory of Purdue football? Nothing. nothing. Oh no, I mean it did. Like again, it. Or it's maybe like, it did because Purdue. Was no, I, like yeah. if you like, I, what did it do to the trajectory of Purdue football? If anybody puts a list believe. of like the top ten games of the last ten years, that's yeah, one of right. them. You're I mean, right. that's that no, that's puts Purdue that was Brom beating a ranked yeah. team. It was Brom proving that Purdue could win games that matter. It was Tyler. Right. And it was all here, let's let's but look at some of the you know, well, behind those two. Without Breeze throwing that pass, he's not as much on the on the national radar. This is the thing. It's easy to say right now that that was more important. Mm-hmm. But what that did for Drew Breeze, the kind of springboard it did for him. Right. Yeah. yeah. By the that's, way, that, that um, also matters. I just I have a harder time with saying a game that gets Purdue to what four or five wins at that point four or three I think yeah yeah no and it's again more, and that's a, that's, that's why it's saying. not I, I it's think not well, there, but yeah our right. friend uh, friend of the show Michael uh, says uh, that see do you him, see do you see what we were talking about with the hands gesturing down you just knocked everything over you knocked over there's so, just dishes flying all around you do you see Michael this? says um, for him things. it was. For him, it was Breeze to Isaac Jones in the Alamo. That's, a, that's an that's, amazing play. That's a great call because that great, was um, that was amazing. talk about changing. That did do that did matter. That did you know? And wasn't it ninety seven? That was the well, no. So to be well, case, yeah, whatever. Ninety eight was it was like December but I know what you mean. Ninety seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that, what you mean. That's that, a that, programming. That's a program changing. Purdue win. gets to that nine wins or eight wins. And then goes to a bowl game against the number four team in the country, who yeah, thought they were way game. above Purdue. Oh yeah, and Made their ego among those. And fans. to win that game, you're right. That is a great one. That's that's high on the list. Um, but the funny man, thing is, they handled their business versus Oklahoma State the previous year in a bowl game with picking a quarterback, and that wasn't any one play. They just beat them. Right, right. 
But no, there's Kansas no State, dramatic no, play. Michael, no Michael dramatic is right. Play. Kansas State was Kansas State was in '98, and '97 was was Oklahoma, um, State? Was Oklahoma State. State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we got I had backwards. them backwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, I've seen people, and so someone just put it in the side. I've seen this one put up before too. Sutherland scoring against Notre Dame. I think you're thinking of 2004. He says '97. Um, Vinny Sutherland. Is he thinking of the? Oh no, ninety-seven. Oh yeah, no, I know which one he means. Right, I was thinking you meant the. Oh yeah, is that a bubble? (laughs) I think it is, but you know what I was thinking of was the one in 04 when um, who celebrated starting at his own forty? Stubblefield. That's another one. To me, that's more iconic than the Sutherland one. So, like, if that season turns into what we thought it was gonna, then that play crushing Notre Dame. Yeah. On the way to a five and zero start, yeah. and whatever else. And, and for those of you who don't understand the importance of being Notre Dame at Notre Dame at that point, gosh, that was a big deal. Notre Dame hadn't years. really faltered yet officially. Like we haven't, we didn't know how bad Notre Dame. If you look was. it up, I believe they were still ranked. This wasn't like they were beating a Charlie right. Weiss. Maybe that was a Weiss team, but it wasn't like they were beating a bad Notre Dame team. They were beating a pretty talented Notre Remember, Dame. Remember, there was a really team good like Weiss team too. Let's not forget that there was a really highly ranked Weiss team. Yes, right. There was. was it first or second year? Mm-hmm. And then they just completely became great. bottom fallout. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, mean, I love that double field play though, because of like the imagery of it, of him just doing this for 50 yards. That's what I remember. Holy That's what which I remember. today would get called back. There's no fun. No, I mean, you'd, you'd be kicking a 45 yard field goal for the extra point, but yeah. <laughs> Like you know, it wouldn't get called. No, no, back. no. I think they changed it so you could call no, back. They did. No. You don't. You can't. No, uh, you cannot call back a. Uh, you cannot negate the um, the result of the play based on taunting. But you can, unless it like is sideline interference. Um, you know, <laughs> so but you can't. You can, from yeah, the exactly. But you can, uh, you know, make them kick from midfield uh, for the extra point. Not that Purdue's had any experience with that this year. I know. Not the extra point, but the. The kickoff, wasn't it? <laughs> the kickoff at their own 20. <laughs> like oh, mercy. Just... It's like arena football. You're like, why are you kicking off from the that goal line? So when did this become a thing? Yeah. Um I, I yeah. So do we want to um you wanna do you wanna go to the Twitter machines? Because unfortunately yeah, I don't before we do it while you while you day. gather your thoughts, let's just talk real quickly. So let's just do where the transition will be Purdue played community day basketball, uh and Purdue basketball playing a bunch of zone defense, which doesn't make any sense, but we saw um, some interesting new faces in the process. Um, if you were at that game, I would like you to um, – can can we give out our email address? Can we do that? Is it, is it boiledsports at gmail.com? That is our email mm-hmm. address. Indeed. If you were at the, the fan day, email me. And I will get in touch. I want to hear your thoughts of that game because I want to get a on the on the ground perspective because I'd like to talk about this or write a little bit about this based on what I'm hearing from sports writers. I'm hearing one thing that's very very the theme keeps coming up, and I'd like to hear more from somebody who's just the everyday fan. Um, so um, I'm interested in it. But good point, Jay. Um, <laughs> good point. I didn't say anything. What do you? I mean? know you didn't, you didn't say anything. Twitter machine. Twitter machine. Here we go. Uh, so I said to our friends, I said, we have to have a little fun with Boiler Dad and talk about what has changed in the world since the last time Purdue beat Wisconsin. And this is not going to be as fun as we think. <laughs> this, this is, is not going to be, be fun at all. This is <laughs> not going to be fun. I gave them two assignments. I said, I said, tell me how the world has changed and tell me, because it's a Friday afternoon, work day, please tell me your 
most hated work tropes and comments and stupid ass things people say at work. So, all right. Um, the noodle, and I don't know if this is true. He says when Purdue last beat Wisconsin, MySpace had just gone live. A, a thriving uh, website currently. Shout it's, out to Mark. It's still shout, a thing. Shout out to MySpace Tom, the only founder of all of these poisonous social media sites that did he it right. Off and he said, got the $600 million and check he, and he, and he disappeared. The world, right? He's, He's gone. He's a photographer. Yeah, I read an article about him. It's super interesting. Like he just goes and does He's a photographer. He, to do. he takes gorgeous almost, pictures. Almost like, like he has a couple hundred million dollars in the bank and he doesn't have to do anything else. Oh my gosh. I keep saying this to my son. I keep saying it. How many times are these coaches, you've made your millions. You don't have to do this anymore. Why do you keep going back into it? Why do you do it? You've got your crap together. You've got plenty of money to get. You're 65, 70 years old. Ego. It's ego. I know. Ego. I know. I the want world to be cannot the star spin of without the show. them. The world cannot it. spin without them. So Taylor Storm says um, that David Robinson was playing his final year in the NBA. <laughs> and I got two more for you. So I thought up of a couple of my own. Oh, and I knew, that you, I knew everybody would come through. But how about these? These are going to great. You're going to love these. Eli Manning. His entire career in football that's went on since the last time. That's Purdue. that's the same type of thing about Zim, Jim Sorgi, right? Uh, the rise and yeah. fall of a complete franchise happened during that time. And I got one more. This will this will this will just crush you. This will crush your soul. When oh, Purdue beat Wisconsin, two weeks later, LeBron James played his first NBA. Game. I that was my go-to. <laughs> so his He's, career could be over before Purdue beats Wisconsin again. Yep. Well, right. likely not because he's probably going to play another twenty years. But yeah, sure. yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, he's exactly. showing he's showing signs that he may not be able to hold on for Bronny. Right? Am I wrong? No, he will be. The Lakers will not. They will be relegated. It's incredible what's happening in LA. It oh, is so awesome. And so awesome. is still averaging like twenty five and seven. Oh yeah, he's Lakers never going to not be a machine. But like they're all so bad, and they're all blaming Russell Westbrook. Meanwhile, the rest of the team is just as bad. Yeah. Like we have 14 bad players say. and LeBron James. That's it. Bring up the noodles comment here. This is a little bit more heavy, but it's good. The noodle says, I think Saddam was out a month or two before the Wisconsin win. Nabbit. <laughs> <sighs> hey, it's been a long time, guys. It's been a um, long time. So you're saying he was watching the game? As far as he remembers, Purdue was pretty good against Wisconsin. He was just Um, watching game day. Oh, that Kyle Orton was his last thought. Ryan Lanning points out that freshmen at Purdue were not alive. Yeah, none of nobody on the team was alive. Not nobody. Actually, I think one. I actually six and seventh year guys. They were like Aiden Aiden O'Connell is twenty four, so he was born in ninety eight. So he was alive. Yeah. He doesn't remember it. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Remember it. That's fair. Gas was a dollar fifty nine in two thousand three. There you go. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, I got other ones. I just got to find them now. Um, we got a picture of a Nokia cell phone. That's, That's what I was rocking. I was rocking a blue Nokia cell phone, the, the pill shaped ones, right? Oh, I got one of those. With oh, the yeah, up that and was down my first. That middle. was my first one. That was my first yeah, one. A good cell phone. My first cell phone was a StarTac, by the way. There you go. That was your first one? Yep. Man. Yeah. The last episode of Columbo aired. No, really, <laughs> is what Doc McDoom no, said. No, that can't be true. No, it is true, because I remember looking this up once. 
that show was popular in the 70s and 80s right. and then they would bring it back for like movie of the week kind of stuff yeah. like every yeah. few years they do like a two-hour columbo um yeah. yeah and he was probably 80 by then and he was still apparently a man you know. we got a few on the the request for the the worst uh, uh work tropes mm-hmm. so um Nate says, uh, let's workshop ways to piggyback that idea to hit the ground running in lockstep next week, we just go. putting it on your radar. That there you awesome. go. There you awesome. go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's put a pin in that for now, says Alex Ward. That's it. Circle back. Nobody, I do. I find myself saying these things that I don't say don't in real it? life. Right. It's no, you don't that. I know human, human, me, human me does not say this. Why oh. do I say this at work? It's so bad. Robot, work a niche. John Faker, we really hit a nerve. He says, quote, as per my last email, which we all know means maybe you should read the things I send you. Yeah, um, you idiot. He also said, you people, hit reply all. people who hit reply all on every email, death penalty. <laughs> and he said, people who have a simple question, but CC your boss, quote, hey, can I get a new keyboard for my computer? By the way, I CC'd your boss to snitch on you. Yeah. Oh, shoot. That's, uh, so, that sounds like it cut too close. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then I've got one more here from Sam Gapinski, who says, look at that. We're done a little early. I'll give you all 15 minutes back. Good thing. I need a minutes break. back. It's like, no, oh, no, that's not. I how hate this everything that was just said. I hate yes. everything that was just said. Yeah, it's <laughs> such. Yeah, that makes me break. grind my teeth. You're not giving me any time. In fact, exactly. the more you talk, You're the less taking time shit I have. away from me every time you speak. Shut your whole. <laughs> Cubicle boiler down. I'd like to see this. Oh, oh gosh. No, you won't see that. Not oh, man. Anything goes to plan, it will never happen again. So it happened for two and a half years. Never again. So he can't be caged. He can't be, he can't caged. be caged. Exactly. Nope. Nope. I'm He's a peacock. You gotta let me fly. So <laughs> all burn. I know why the cage boiler down sings. Um, so we got a week off to now to not – you can just enjoy college football this weekend, which is always a weird thing. By, by, by the way, can I just throw another random – the bye week thing just reminded me of a factor I wanted to share with you guys. First of all, remember I told you when Kansas was 5-0 and that I didn't yeah. think they were make a bowl. They're 5-2. and two, Still got plenty of time to get that sixth win. But, but it doesn't look good. They're starting, their starting quarterback is out, and he was yeah. kind of the engine of their team. And that's Let me also bad. point out to you the weirdest anomaly I've seen on the schedule. They have back-to-back buys. Last week and this week. What? What? Who who could not use two weeks in a row off? Maybe it's too much time. Pretty what did they do? What did they do in the first week? Or did they play in week zero and then they didn't get a week off? They must have played now. in week zero because so, they've got two weeks in a row off. Because I was trying to look at my prediction and say, well, who are they playing next? And they weren't on the schedule two weeks in a row. I was like, how's that? But it's the Big 12, which is like Big Six now or something. I don't even know how many schools are there. So they somehow aren't playing. I don't really get it. Hey, could you bring up Michael Hogg's comment real quickly? Because this one hits me kind of hard. Last time Purdue beat Wisconsin, Jake's was opening up. Rest in peace. Jake's is closed now. And it was open a long time. It was good. No, it's not like it was just a fly-by-night deal. I love Jake's, man. That was my go-to. Was was Jake's the the host of the coaches show at one point? It was a host of some show, yeah. I forget what was there. Maybe. I remember going there, I think, to – I was around – because it was L-shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and – I, So was the entire mall. coaches show there, I believe. Yes. Yeah, Jake's was Jake's was indeed good. Uh, but if yeah. you um, are looking for a place like Jake's, I would say go to uh, – Where would you go, Jay? I would go to AJ's on Vine Street. Oh, my gosh. 
That's good a great stuff. Idea. Is good, it good? good stuff? Do they oh, have TVs? They have plenty of TVs. You can watch the games. You can do have they, beers. I bet they don't serve, serve food, though. Oh, do they but ever they do. serve food? They Anish can vouch for that. Man, I've never I've seen Anish eat. Mm, he was like, "Can I have a double of that massive burger over there?" Regardless, is, is, that, is, it, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't uh, correctly bites, mentally prepared. Funnel cake fries that I've yet to try, but if I'm back for a bad did you get mac and cheese bites when you guys were there last yeah. time? Wait, the oh, first we, time. Oh, we got to go mac and cheese bites for the tailgate, my friend. Mm. Dude, Chestnut they're good. Checkers. They're good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very good. So go buy AJ's. Uh, tell them the bold sports told you to come in. You'll yeah, find before you go over there, go to eataj's.com. Order ahead. Why not? Yeah, yeah. You can order there, right? I don't even know. I'm I think so. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, just, I, I want to yeah. be in If you're local, you can do it. I think we should just deliver. order from there periodically, even if we're not there, and say, give it to the next the <laughs> next guy the that next comes person. in. Say, if you can eat everything on this tray, it's yours. I think that's what we should start doing. <laughs> or they've got to pay us back double. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's like the old 96. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Pass Ooh. says, I miss Garcia's Pizza. Garcia's Pizza has an interesting distinction for me in my life the one date i went on after so mrs boiler dad and i broke up when she was in high school i was at purdue and And he was like i'll show her which you ladies wasn't intended as that but it seemed like it jay yes (laughs) and it made her jealous and she begged for me back well something like that we did that's how you remember it that's that's how i remember it but i did go to garcia's for that date which is really weird it's a weird that was the one on the corner right there yep yep and they had very thick pizza like you ate a couple pieces of Garcia, and you you were going to be sick at your stomach. And you were going to be sick. Sounds like a great place for a date. Oh, it's delicious. In college, <laughs> to have something that truly gut bomb you in college, how many times did you get full in college for longer than five minutes? Right, right. What a feeling. Uh, so, yeah. uh, EatAJs.com is what our point was. Anything <laughs> uh, else for me? Why do you guys think you feel good about it. November is what you're saying. Am I, am I, am I, I'm nervous. I feel great about October. I mean, like I, again, I was the one that predicted a one in three October after that FAU game. And so to me, it's like, I feel, I feel great about where the season is relative to expectations. Um, But I, I'm nervous now because again, it's not back back against the wall time anymore. It's It's like, now you've got to do it. Exactly. Well, now you got to close. So you guys remember this, and maybe so. Anish, you were a Purdue fan as a lad, so you have you have a bit of an advantage over Jay. Jay really became a Purdue fan as a student, correct? I'm not. Yeah, that true. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I so we all remember Purdue being bad. Is my point? Okay. <laughs> and and when Tiller came in to to his time at Purdue, year two or three, I would just say, oh my gosh, they're four and two. They're almost bowl eligible mm-hmm. already. Just win two more. Like, that's all I cared about. Because I was like, right, right. bowls were so You've rare. Seen a bowl, yeah. So I was like, just just get there. To be five and three, you're one win away from a bowl. It's pretty and it's great. October still. Right. And it's right. still October. That's pretty I mean, darn awesome. And back-to-back wins for the first, back-to-back eight win regular seasons for the first time in 25 years would be great. <sighs> You know what I mean? Crazy, it's been yeah. 25 years since that's happened. But you got to win. That's no gimme. You got to win three or four. You got to win three out of four, which is a lot. And I, mm-hmm. I do think that that's a reasonable goal. Um, yeah. You know, but now it becomes that seven or eight wins is like you, the, you know. I got to tell you, I there's a little thing. I'm trying to put it out of the back of my head that they beat Iowa. They beat Northwestern. 
okay, those are believable. Then you go to Illinois and you pull out a win there. And then I could totally see that Indiana. Man, that is going to be Indiana's season right there. Oh, yeah. It's, the idea it's going to be their Purdue season anyway. Winning They're the bad. division to keep Purdue it's from It's going to be their season anyway. But I think a win, I, mean, I, think, I think going 3-0 and oh, through there. No, but I think going 3-0 and oh through they that. Roll you think that locks it up? I think that locks up to the West, yeah. You think that would lock it up? Oh, can I you imagine going into – how about this scenario? Going into the Indiana game, not needing it to go to the Big Ten title game, yeah. Purdue would play so relaxed and oh, would yeah. win by 40. Because yeah. if they don't need it, they're going to have a freaking great time. I actually do believe that, a veteran team like this. So, kind of, actually, oh. okay, uh, weirdly enough, I know that if you look at the, the November schedule, like the fourth out of four of these that we should be thinking about is Northwestern. Have you watched Northwestern this year? I tried Speaking not, yeah, of right. East Lafayette, Bizarro – do you oh, know terrible. they run 95 plays a game? Yeah, Northwestern under Pat Fitzgerald, under Fat Fitzgerald. They run 95 <laughs> plays a game. They are one of the fastest paced often like uh, offenses in the in the country. They're bad, but it's so strange. Are they trying to be, the they're game. trying to be Tennessee next year. Is that the goal? I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I guess it might be this is like Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, Seven seconds be. or less offense. Yeah, Pat <laughs> just get out there and running it up. Yeah, exactly. He's got tenure there, right? They're not going to oh, fire him. So, like, he's fine. He's he fine. might as well try some stuff. They'd be yeah. idiots to fire him. They, they, he should be there as long as he wants. Yeah, like he's allowed a couple of complete crapper seasons, in my opinion. Yeah, like he's won ten games there. What two or three times? Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. three. And he's been in the Big Ten title game. He, sh- as long as you want to be here, buddy. Carte blanche. Like, at Northwestern again, we're talking Northwestern. about we're talking about worst jobs in the country now because it's in the Big Two. Like you know, it's it's not as bad as some of those some bad bad jobs. But like, yeah, not that it, I want to start a new conversation, but is that the worst job in the Big Ten? It's the worst job. In the big, um, I think I use worse. I you might be worse because it's harder to recruit. To, I think Northwestern can say, "Look at the last twenty years." I, but I, I do actually. Northwestern, you can do that. Like, hey, pseudo smart kid recruiting too. Right? No, like, but the I think that makes it a challenge. Right? I, I think like, there are I, smart yeah, kids, by the way, at Northwestern. I really do. Yeah, so, like, I, I think it it makes it harder to get into. It's the it's the Stanford Notre Dame thing that all of them complain about nonstop, which is right. like you've got to you know get into the school first. Which oh, is speaking whatever. of Stanford Notre Dame, it's interesting that you brought that up. How did that game go? Oh, I missed it. Uh, could you? Could somebody uh, tell me what happened? Uh, Notre Dame doing well, probably. Oh, oh it pains man. me. It pains me, man. Oh. It hurts. I like. I want. I want him, but he can always come home. He can always come home. Oh. The funny thing is, you just interrupted yourself, but you said exactly what you meant. I want. I want him. I want him. I did. We love. You said everything. Love I want him. We love him. He's the yeah, best. We you love him. We him. want him to be successful in all endeavors. It's not but his it's just not uh, at Notre Dame. And if at I don't Notre know Dame, if there's been a handsome uh, uh, football coach that's that handsome. I'll be real honest. He's real handsome, mm-hmm. man. Real handsome. Real good. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury. He's up there. Yeah, good point. Good point. Cliff. Yeah, Cliff, like Cliff Kingsbury literally got got fired from his job and For got promoted TV. up because he's handsome. That's how handsome <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is. And to a and, and only to like a sunny, warm climate too. He didn't get hired to somewhere cold and miserable. He, he got hired where there's pretty people. It's, it's sunny in Arizona, and they were like, "Hey, this guy would fit right in." Yeah, there's no yeah. Other reason to get hire that guy. He's there, in L.A. Is he fired at the end of the season? He will be right. This is it. It's hard to see him surviving this, but, yeah, but who knows? Know. He's real handsome. Right there, so he's real handsome. Next, they'll probably probably get the Patriots like, job. Yeah, right. He'll be the commissioner of the NFL or something. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Nope. Why they hired him still is nonsense. 
his own players hate him now. It looks like Kyler Murray wants to kill him. Oh my gosh, that argument they had! Holy moly, was that fun! Uh, oh I man, think that looks like it's something that has happened multiple times, doesn't it? It doesn't look like that was the oh, first yeah, time it boiled oh, up. No, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, I think we've done enough damage for today. I don't know about you guys, but I'm it's been I great. Actually, I, I appreciate um, everybody that tuned in live. That's a big. You guys made big sacrifice. Probably had a lot of work to do. Oh yeah, Put yourself away on a Friday afternoon. On a conference room. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're back next um, week to talk about Iowa and Purdue. Ooh, Iowa, Anisha's favorite program. We'll let Anisha have the floor to kick off the no, next um, Yeah, maybe I'll do a solo show. Maybe I'll do a solo 90-minute show. Fun. Let's go. Talking about how just cesspool that place is. <laughs> well, until we meet again, uh, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everybody live and listening to it tape as well. Thanks to our sponsors, Martin Vintage and AJ's. And uh, I love you guys. Good afternoon. <laughs>